just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the proper true yarn podcast, the show in which we extract the wildest and the best yarns off the best people in the world. Uh, just sitting here beside uh, big Stuart Ainsbury. And uh, Stewie, before we get into a, a few little... Uh, Mad yarns. I think we have another another little round of truth serum, and I apologise that I did a shit job of uh, wheeling the foil off the top. I tell you what, I, I, I don't have much to pick through, but I, I, it's not my first time having one, so I reckon I'll come through with it. Up a big papa. Here's cheers. Oh, it just cut me lip. Ah, <sighs> uh, we'll pull through. And you'll get it. Yep. You always pull through. Yep. Now, Stewie, mate, get around a bit, um, seen a few things, done a few things. Court cases. You've been in, involved in any uh, situation where you need to sit in front of the judge or what's the go? Shit. How much time do we have? Oh, mate, we've <laughs> <we're> days. <laughs> I remember the first time I went to court, I was, I was 17 in Longreach. The old Longreach Pastoral College days. There's, fuck, there's many yarns to be had there too. But uh, first time I ever stood in front of the judge was in decent exposure. <coughs> in the main roundabout in Longreach, everyone that's been in Longreach, they know the main roundabout, having a leak. Yep. Tap on the shoulder. What are you doing there, sir? As I'm turned around, I said, well, I'm having a leak and there he was. The old boys in blue. Oh, constabulary. That was my first time I ever went to court. What'd you get? No, fuck all. I was 17. Oh. Um, yeah, I got told off for lifting things too heavy. Um, but no, that was my first one. Been to court quite a few times, mate. Have you? Yeah, well, you know this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to play the innocent. I reckon me biggest, ran for 12 months. She was a fucking big operation and I was shitting myself, thought I was going every day. Uh, well, every month I had to go to court uh, once a month for I think it was 12 to 13 months. Yeah, right. Um, wasn't fun. Fucking wouldn't be. No, it wasn't fun. And um, we pulled out all right and uh, and, and, I, and I go very strongly <laughs> For all my mates that do go through court, I know exactly what they're fucking going through and do my best to help and give a bit of guidance. Me major one was in uh, Western New South Wales, stock contracting at the time, uh, myself and my ex-wife. 
and my ex-father-in-law, we um, ran a pretty good business there. My ex-father-in-law ran that business for a fucking long time, a real long time, and I think it's actually still going. Um, but I was working on one job, had workers at another job. I get a phone call one afternoon saying um, the manager is firing shots over our heads as they were working and and they were they were dipping sheep. So we had plunge dippers. We did everything to do with sheep, cattle, like breaking in weaning cattle, shearing, crutching, lamb marking. We had plunge dippers. We had we had fucking everything. Um, well, my ex-father-in-law did. He, he built it up. He had it all and um, I sort of married into the job. And uh, the workers there one afternoon was rang me up and said, I was only probably 200Ks from him on another job. Oh, the, the, the manager's shooting over our heads while we're trying to fill up the dip. When you're plunge dipping, whether it's mobile dip or, you know, stationary dip or whatever, you put thro- so many heads through it. And they take the water away, take the chemical away. When you got too low, you've got to wait for it to fill up. Add your chemical, add your water, away you go again. So you, you've basically got fuck all to do. You're just sitting there waiting for water to fill up. And while these young fellas were sitting there waiting for water to fill up, this old station man, he's bloody firing shots over their head, get back to work, you bastards, basically. And these young fellas, they were shitting themselves. As you do. Yeah. <laughs> as, fucking you do. Fucking as you do. And um, they rang me up. So I've basically said, look, just put up with it today, boys. How many days has it happened? Oh, two or three days. At least put up with it today, boys. I'll be there first thing in the morning. So I pulled out of my job. It was running all right with the people that were there. So I bolted to this other job. Daylight in the morning, pull up there and the boys were working and the managers pulled up there and, They've um, told what, what, everything they've told me and old mate's pulled up there and said, mate, what's the bloody go? Like, you know, you're shooting over me workman's heads. Like, that's just not on. Not on. But back in the wild west, like, it fucking wasn't that long ago, but back yep. in the wild old west, that's, that's how shit happens and it still does happen in a few, in a lot of other places where it is just not broadcasted. Definitely. Had a fairly stern word to old mate, had a yarn to me, Boys and, you know, like slug it out, boys, if you have any trouble, fucking ring me straight up. Yep. Had it all sorted. Anyways, only two or three weeks later we had to go there and um, crutch some sheep, crutch some sheep and, and shear some sheep, I'm pretty sure. And back then I was crutching and shearing sheep and pretty handy at it. I was crutching, you know, 700 over the board, 800, 900 on the trailer Shearing me 200, running the shed. As we pulled up to this job, I was, you know, running the shed every day. This fella, every night, come and drink our beers all nicely. Oh, Stewie, oh, you think you're bloody pretty handy, don't you? You know, like running the shed, running the boys and all that and, you know, doing more numbers. I reckon I'd do more than you, rah, rah. I said, fucking good on you, old son. I'm just there doing me job. I was money hungry. Yeah. Back then I was real money hungry. Anyways, next night come along, I'd run the shed that day. Oh, bloody Stewie, oh, you think you're pretty fucking handy. 
Oh, I heard you can blue a bit too. Oh, bloody. If I couldn't beat you shearing in the shed, I'd beat you at the fight of a night. I said, oh, good on you, old mate. Like, <laughs> hooray. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> good on you. I'm just here to. Well done, son. I, I'm just here to crutch your fucking sheep and go home, old son. Like, I really don't want to fucking be here, but my boss has got me here. This is how it is. And then another night come along. Oh, Stewie, if I couldn't beat you in a fight, I'd bash you with an iron bar. And if I couldn't beat you with an iron bar, I'd probably get me guns out. Fucking hooray, old son. Well, the next night he did the same fucking thing and Chewie, he, he'd had probably 12 long necks at this time. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, old son, your fucking days are over. I've had enough of your bullshit. Like shooting over me workmen's heads, threatening me every day and... And, you know, you've got to put up with a lot of shit to get a job done when you're stock contracting with a lot of, you know, owners and whatnot. And God bless the good owners. Fucking love yous all. Um, making a job easy. But y- y- you do struggle. with it. There's a lot of dickhead fucking owners out there. <laughs> I might cop a bit in saying that, but there fucking is. Like you call up contractors to do a job and then half the time you don't let them do a job and then you whinge and fucking whine and carry on. And fuck yes, basically. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're there to do a job. You Let do, us do a job. You're there to do a job and, like, you've called us to do a fucking job then you're still not happy, rah, rah. But anyways, there was the day where he got me when I had a few long necks. We knocked off early and not that this was an excuse but he came on with the same fucking carry on. Ah, if I couldn't beat you in the shed, I'd bash you with an iron bar and rah, rah. Good on you, old son. This day I had enough. And I said, nah, we're on here, old son. And he goes, no, 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 wait, wait, wait till tomorrow. Well, waiting till tomorrow is when his dad was going to be there and they were both known. God bless his soul. His father's passed away now but God bless his soul. But they were both known for pointing a gun at people. Like this was in the fucking Wild West and it, and it's a, it, it is true as I stand here today. They were both known for pointing guns at people and I said, fuck tomorrow, old son, she's on here right now. He was sitting on a 44 drum drinking our beer, mind you. Oh, that's a fucking no-no right there. 100%. You're going to abuse a man and drink his beer at the same time. Well, you're not normal as far as I'm concerned. But anyways, he was sitting on a drum. I said, no, mate, we're not hanging around now. She's on. Well, he's jumped off the drum and as he's jumped off the drum, I've gone fucking whack. And this man was bigger than me. He was a big man. Yeah. He was like, I'm six foot six. He would have been six foot six, six foot five. He was probably half a foot wider across the shoulders. He's a big man. I've fucking whacked him. He's fallen to the ground, first hit. I've picked him back up again. Like I was always told, never ever hit a man on the ground. Yeah. Never ever kick a man on the ground. If you want another go, pick him up. So I picked him up and I went whack, whack again. Drove him to the ground. He was on the ground. His missus came over. My missus was like, well, she actually, actually my ex-missus, she actually let me go. She didn't say too much at that time. He woke up after he, buddy, he was choking on his own froth. He'd woke up and he said, fuck you, I'm going to go get me guns. While I was sitting there drinking the rest of me long neck while I was waiting for him to wake up. 
and he's got up, him and his missus both were going to get the guns. And I thought, fuck me, Dad, we've got a bit on here. It's going to be on here. We're going to be on the whole Wild West. It's going to be a bit of shooting action. I had guns in my car but I was too pissed. I, I, I thought about it but nah, they were all locked away, all nice and safe. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, fuck, he's going to get his guns. I might get shot here in a minute. <laughs> he's yeah. already shot over me workmen's heads. He's he's shot at people that I've I've known before. Fuck, what do I do? So I thought, fuck it. I put the long neck down and I've galloped to the homestead on foot, galloping. Thought I'll fucking meet him at his guns. So I've galloped, going fucking 100 mile an hour and then me missus is screaming, ex-missus, screaming, me mates are screaming, but when I'm like that, not many can pull me up. And I'm sooting and all of a sudden, bang in the back of the fucking legs, I felt it. Couldn't hear nothing, but I felt a bang in the legs and I've hit the ground. And I've sort of done a bit of a roll and I've looked up and all I could see was bull bar. My ex-missus hit, her and hit me in her Commodore Ute. Yeah, right. <laughs> Rolled me in her Commodore Ute. I'm on me back. My knees have wedged up, holding this front of the Commodore Ute off the ground. Fucking hell. And that's the only way they could pull me up. Yeah, right. Run you over. They ran me over. Clean over. My ex-missus in the fucking Commodore Ute. Anyways, I'm like, well, like you fucking pulled me up, but can you get off me for fuck's yeah, sake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've made your point. You want me to stop. So anyway, she's backed off me and then I've got in my motor car, or me and her and another mate of mine, we've got in a car, we've left the situation, there's no more, like it, it was a full-on situation and I've gone home, back to South Australia actually, and my hands swelling up like bad. My hands were really swelling up. And there was one hole in, in between my knuckle there and I've put a syringe in there full of saline water straight into that knuckle and I've squirted it and my whole hand blew up like a fucking balloon. Yeah, right. And I've squeezed it all out and then tink, tink, tink in the sink. It was his fucking teeth. Fucking hell, cunt. His teeth were in me hand, that's why it wouldn't heal. Like, this is four or five days later. And I got all his teeth out of me fucking hand and then I was right to go. And then anyways, this is probably four to five months later, I had one of my good mates, he, he ran a, a tyre business in the town and in the town I lived in and I drove past and I said, I, I, I messaged him, I said, is that such and such? There in the um, front of your shop there, and he said, "Yeah, that's him." And I wrote back in a message. I said, "You notice how he's got no teeth left in the front of his head?" And he goes, "Yeah, I did notice that." And I said, "Yes, yeah, because I knocked them all out." And he goes, "Oh yeah, ha ha ha, funny rah rah." Five minutes later, I get a message back. He says, "Stewie, I really wish you didn't knock all the teeth out of his head." Yeah, right. And I said, oh, why is that? And he goes, because every time he talks, he fucking spits on me. <laughs> oh, fuck off. 
Yeah, right. But that's a proper true yarn. Nothing I'm proud of. I've got, you know, like it's nothing I'm proud of, but shooting over me workmen's heads and throwing guns around and threatening people every day. Just don't fly. I won't have it. Fuck no. I won't have it. We're all there to do a job. We're all there, you know, to have a fucking good time and enjoy our stuff. But I went to court for 12 months over that. Yeah, that's um, fucked. Cost me a lot of money and I, I and I, I was in the right as far as I'm concerned of, and as far as a lot of people in the district are concerned because a lot of people bloody, you know, shook my hand over that because he stirred a lot of people up but um, he's been pretty quiet since. Yeah, right. Um, Proper true yarn you've heard here live, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Stewie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.